0: welcome to the striving for revival radio broadcast this is pastor justin cooper coming today from the knvbc studio at the north valley baptist church here in santa clara california you'll have to excuse my voice today it's a little bit weak and a little bit rough and we've just finished up revival meetings here at our church and uh you know i always say if you're not spitting and sweating and a little bit uh horse afterwards you probably didn't even get around to preaching but anyway that's where i'm at today so you'll have to pray for my voice and i hope that it's not too rough for you to enjoy listening uh, to the broadcast i sure do appreciate your faithfulness to tune in and i always count it an honor to take the king james bible and to open it and to share with you some things that god has put on my heart as i've read his word now we've been in the book of hebrews and there we'll continue we're in hebrews chapter number six today last broadcast we come uh, commenced or began the chapter and we went through verse number one and two and we'll continue in verse three today and there's a phrase there that I want to pick out and put on your heart today and I pray it'll be a help to you. Now as you're finding your place in Hebrews chapter number six, let me challenge you. First off, be praying for revival. We sure need it. God was good to us this week in our church. I believe we saw a measure of revival. Uh, the altars were filled. Some decisions were made. Tears were shed. Had a good spirit, good uh, attendance. Just a great time in the uh, worship of the Lord. And I believe we saw a little bit of that. But I tell you, we need more of it. And your place no doubt needs it as well. And every place needs it. My heart needs it. And your heart needs it. And I've got good news from heaven. God's still on His throne. God is still able to send a great revival, and I believe God was interested in doing that in our generation. I believe it's more than just a luxury. It's a necessity. We must have God move. We need Him in realness. We need Him in power. We need Him to show up genuinely in our life, and I know God desires that, and God wants to do that, but we need Him, don't we? And uh, very acutely aware of my need of God, and I pray you are as well. You know, the same God who met with Adam in the garden is still alive today and the same god that called moses from a burning bush is still alive today and the same god that provided a sacrifice for abraham is still alive today and the same god that saw daniel through a den of lions is alive and well today the same god who answered Elijah's prayer on Mount Carmel, he's alive and well today. The same God that intervened for Esther, he's on the throne, alive today. The same God that gave a redeemer to Ruth, (laughs) he's alive today. The same God that was there with Jeremiah when everyone else had forsaken him is alive today. The same God of the upper room, the God of Pentecost, the God of the Lake of Genesaret, the same God that got Lazarus out of the tomb is alive and well today and i tell you i want to see him don't you i want to see him work i want to see him manifest himself in power and i believe god is longing to do that for his people now look with me if you can here in hebrews chapter number six we'll begin our reading in verse number one therefore my leaving i want to say therefore my beloved brethren i'm used to reading that verse. therefore leaving the principles of the doctrine of christ let us go on unto perfection Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of doctrines of baptisms, and of laying on of hands, and of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. So he's saying, brethren, continuing the thought from the previous chapter, he's saying, I want you to grow. Don't be stuck on milk your entire life, but grow in grace. Leave the principle. Now, he's not saying forsake them, but he is saying grow. He's just he's saying uh, take off the training wheels. But just because you take off the training wheels doesn't mean you toss out the bicycle. You ride the bicycle. But you don't forsake, you don't, you don't neglect it, you, you don't throw out the whole thing. He's saying grow. Leave the principles. Grow. All right? And now in verse 3, our new verse said, and this will we do thank God for that. He makes a bold statement. We're going to do it. I said, leave them. Let's leave them. You ever heard anybody talk like that? They use a lot of those. We are going to definite statements. I'm going to definite statement. I'm going to build a church. I'm going to go into evangelism. I'm going to go to a mission field. I'm going to move houses. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to divorce my spouse. I'm going to do this, that, and they make these definite statements. I'm going to, I will, I'm going to do this, I will, I'm going to do this, I will. And I appreciate the confidence, but the second part of this phrase is very vital. He says this will we do, definite statement, if. He throws an if in there, big if, if God permit. I don't know where you're from. I don't know where you're listening to me from right now. But where I grew up, kind of rural in the country, mountain people, they'd make statements like this, Lord willing, if the creek don't rise, I'll be there, Lord willing. Lord willing, I'll do it, if God permits. Lord willing. You ever heard anybody say that? I'll be there, Lord willing. If Lord wills, I'll, I'll be there tomorrow night. Uh, if, if, if God's in it, I'll be there. And you say, well, that just maybe gives them an out, an excuse, and maybe so. But I also think it's biblical to talk like that, Lord willing. Paul says, or the writer of Hebrews writes, this will we do. But he doesn't say we're going to do it no matter what. He doesn't say we're going to do it regardless. He says we're going to do it if God allows us to. If God's in it, we're going to do it. If God's for it, we're going to do it. If God gives the okay, we're going to do it. If God gives the green light, we're going to do it. If God Permits. I believe we could miss a whole lot of heartache, that we could skip out on a whole lot of sorrow, that we could forfeit a whole lot of uh, of bad decision if we would live life like that, if we would live life that kind of a way, if God permits. I have a lot of plans. I have a lot of aspirations. I have a lot of dreams. I have a lot of things I want. I want to see them happen. But can I say, if I simply pursue dream without pursuing God's will, I'm going to get in a mess. If I pursue plans without also consulting and pursuing God's will, I'm going to get frustrated. I must make sure that I'm in the will of God. Now, my dreams might match God's dream for me. My plans, they might be compatible with God's purpose for me. But if they're not always and ever i need to go with the will of god the plan of god and the purpose of god over my own wants aspirations and dreams if god permit now you say, i tell you what i'm going to do i'm going to quit my job i'm going to go out by here's the phrase he used i'm going to go out quote unquote by faith and i'm going to do something else now god bless you and i hope that you mean it by faith I hope you don't just mean you don't like your job and you're going to go do something else and uh, maybe just live off of unemployment the rest of your life. I don't know. But that ought not be the way you live. You ought to say, if God wants it, if God wills it, if God permits, I'm going to pray about this. And if God's in it and he'll open the door, then I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to do this other. Now, whenever we went into evangelism, that's how it had to happen. I had to have God open the door. When I went into the pastorate, that's how it had to happen. I prayed for two years. And it took two years and then God opened the door. Uh for two and a half years, maybe longer, uh this place here where I'm at now, North Valley, was on my heart. But I had to wait on God, let him open the door. It wasn't knocking doors down, it wasn't putting my own uh, key in the lock and it wasn't jimmy the thing and busting it open. It was God open it, if God permits. I wonder today, are you consulting? The Will of God are you concerned with being in the will of God? Are you hungry to have the will of God? Do you even know if you're living in the will of God? Are you consulting it? I know a lot of Christians that have made bad decisions that sounded like spiritual decisions, but they weren't the will of God. That's right. They sounded like they were being super spiritual, but they hadn't consulted the will of God. Now, it is spiritual. It is spiritual to go to a mission field, but if it's not the will of God, it'll fail. It's spiritual to pastor a church, but if it's not the will of God, you're going to fail. It is spiritual to go into evangelism, but if it's not the will of God, you're going to fail. It is spiritual to uh, start a Christian school, but if it's not the will of God, then you're going to fail. I want to ask you the question today. Are you saying the first part of the statement and neglecting the second? This we will do. A lot of folks say that this we're going to do on Facebook. I'm going to do this in their prayers. We're going to do this. When they address their church, we're going to do this. When they talk to their family, we're going to do this. When they talk to their friends, we're going to do this. 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 But they don't add if God permits, if God permit, if God be in it, if God's in it, it'll be all right. If God's not in it, it'll never work. You've got to have the will of God. Success is not money. Success is not fame. Success is not popularity. Success is not even success in the mind of this world. Success is the will of God. I look at life like a big target. That target has many rings on it, but there's one bullseye. Every ring on the target is a good thing, but it's not the bullseye. If I hit... The outer rings with all of my arrows and never cut the bullseye, then I've missed the mark. The, mo- the bullseye is the will of God. Everything else is secondary. We need to pray like this, talk like this, be like this, and this we will do, if God permit. Till next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California.